Thank you for joining the Bogard Press through the Bible Adult Study Guide podcast. This quarter, we are concluding the book of Acts, chapters 15 through 28, in a study entitled, Churches Starting New Churches. During this study, we will learn biblical principles of how the Holy Spirit leads church sent, God called men to start new churches. You can purchase your copy of this book, along with many other study resources, on our website, bogardpress.org. So, grab your copy of the Spring 2023 Adult Study Guide and your Bible, and follow along. Today's lesson for March 12, 2023, is entitled, An Open Door for Ministry. It comes from Acts chapter 16, verses 6 through 15. The key verse, And a vision appeared to Paul in the night. There stood a man of Macedonia, and prayed him, saying, Come over into Macedonia and help us. And after he had seen the vision, immediately we endeavored to go into Macedonia, assuredly gathering that the Lord had called us for to preach the gospel unto them. Acts chapter 16, verses 9 and 10. The lesson application. The student will observe that the Holy Spirit is the one who leads the God-called men to the place of service. Seeking the context. Let us consider God's leadership. First and foremost, God leads us through His Word, the Bible. It tells us how to be saved and how to live the saved life. It tells us that we are to share the gospel with everyone we have opportunity. It tells us that we are to love God with all of our heart, soul, strength, and mind, and that we are to love our neighbor as ourselves. It tells us how to have a godly marriage and how to raise our children in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. God's Word tells us what we need to know, that we should live according to the perfect will of God. But then there are those things that are not so clearly spelled out in God's Word. Who does God want me to marry? What career does God want me to pursue? In taking care of my aging parents, does God want me to move them into my house or provide them a place in an assisted living facility? When we find ourselves with extra money to give to the Lord's work, to what should we give it? Missions, building programs, youth camps, youth homes, and so forth. This is where we need to be very focused and sensitive to the leadership of the Holy Spirit in our lives. Exactly how He does this is the focus of our lesson today. After the conclusion of the Jerusalem Council, Paul and Barnabas and others returned to the Antioch Church, and the church rejoiced over the conclusion of the council. Paul and Barnabas continued in Antioch for a time teaching and preaching the word of the Lord. But the time came for them to begin the second missionary journey. Acts chapter 15, verses 35 and 36. Paul and Barnabas could not agree over whether to take John Mark, who had forsaken them during the first journey. So the decision was made that Barnabas would take John Mark and go back to Cyprus. Paul chose a new missionary partner in Silas, and they went through Syria, Cilicia, and eventually Galatia, strengthening the churches. Acts chapter 15, verse 41, through chapter 16, verse 1. Where do they go next? How do you seek God's will for your life? Searching the text. Number one, closed doors. Acts chapter 16, verses 6 through 8. Now when they had gone throughout Phrygia and the region of Galatia, 
and were forbidden of the Holy Spirit to preach the word in Asia. After they were come to Mysia, they essayed to go unto Bithynia, but the Spirit suffered them not. And they, passing by Mysia, came down to Troas. What God wants us to do is the easiest part in seeking God's will for our lives. As with Paul and Silas, God wants us to preach the gospel to people. What God wants us to do is not always clear. We see this with Paul and Silas as they traveled through the region of Galatia, tried to go south to Asia, but were forbidden by the Holy Spirit. So they tried to go north to Bithynia, but again the Spirit would not allow. Not south and not north. Where did God want them to go? If I had been Paul, I probably would have been frustrated with God. Maybe you have been frustrated by closed doors, but we need to remember that God leads us as much through closed doors as open ones. When our goal is to go where God wants us to go, we will not be frustrated by closed doors. It did not frustrate Paul because he knew that God was leading. Paul and his ministry team were following the providential path of the existing Roman roads of that area. In this area, all roads led to Asia, and particularly Ephesus. So Paul thought Ephesus must be his next destination, but God said, not there. Acts chapter 16 and verse 6. Later, Paul would have a three-year ministry in Ephesus, but not now. So Paul must have thought that he took a wrong turn at the crossroads, retraced his steps, and headed north toward Bithynia. There were many good cities and willing listeners for Paul to preach the gospel to there. For Peter would later write to the believers in this region, 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 1. But again, God said, not there, Acts chapter 16, verse 7. What should we do when we face closed doors? Make our own door? Break down the closed door? Sit outside the closed door and give up? Or understand that God wants us to go somewhere else and do something else? I think we know the answer. But how many times do we do the first three? Here is what we should do when we face closed doors. Look for the open ones. Keep on seeking God's direction. Keep on serving the Lord. And He will eventually show you the way you should go. I will instruct thee and teach thee in the way which thou shalt go. I will guide thee with mine eye. Psalm chapter 32 and verse 8. Can you describe a time when you faced closed doors as you sought God's will for your life? Number two, open door. Acts chapter 16, verses 9 through 12. And a vision appeared to Paul in the night. There stood a man of Macedonia and prayed to him, saying, Come over into Macedonia and help us. And after he had seen the vision, immediately we endeavored to go into Macedonia. Assuredly, gathering that the Lord had called us for to preach the gospel unto them. Therefore, loosing from Troas, we came with a straight course to Samothracia, and the next day to Neapolis, and from thence to Philippi, which is the chief city of that part of Macedonia, and a colony, and we were in that city abiding certain days. When I am seeking God's will for my life, I pray for opened and closed doors. Lord, close the doors 
if you do not want me to go there and do that. Lord, open the door if you want me to go there and do that. Paul did the same thing. He asked the Colossian church to pray for him, that God would open unto us a door of utterance to speak the mysteries of Christ, for which I am also in bonds. Colossians chapter 4 verse 3. He told the Corinthians that God had opened a great and effectual door for him in Ephesus, even while facing many adversaries. 1 Corinthians 16 verse 9. Paul again told the Corinthian church about an open door for ministry, this time in Troas. 2 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 12. So when we seek the Lord's will, let us pray for opened and closed doors. This is exactly what Paul and his companions did, and it was not long before the door of a new ministry was opened for them. God sent Paul a vision of a man in Macedonia, asking him to come help them, often called the Macedonian call. Paul understood that God had opened the door for him to preach the gospel in Macedonia. In the Bible, we often see the Lord making his will known in a miraculous way. He spoke audibly to Abraham, telling him to go to the land that he would show him. Genesis chapter 12, verse 1. He told Moses at the burning bush to go to Egypt and lead the Israelites out. Exodus chapter 3, verse 10. He told Ananias to go to the to straight street with a message for Saul of Tarsus, whom he would find praying. Acts chapter 9, verse 11. God may not speak to us this way now. But there are biblical examples of how God led people in a more normal circumstances. We might say that God providentially guides people to where he wants them to, to go and what he wants them to do. Ruth just so happened to glean in Boaz's field, who just so happened to be the kinsman redeemer of Naomi and Ruth. Ruth chapter 2 verses 1 through 3. Esther just so happened to be chosen queen of Persia during a time when Hananiah tried to eradicate the Jews. Esther chapter 4 verse 13 and 14. There are no consequences with God, just his providential leadership. We need to be very focused and look for God's leadership. We need to be very sensitive to the leadership of the Holy Spirit. As we continue to serve the Lord, pray and seek his will, and are faithful and obedient to the things we know he wants us to do, then we will eventually find that our circumstances are leading us to where God wants us to be and what he wants us to do. Finding these open doors greatly depends on our present faithfulness to what God wants us to do. Just as Paul was doing what he knew God wanted him to do, preach the gospel, even though he ran into closed doors, his diligence in continuing to move forward eventually led him to this open door. So what do we do when God opens the door for us? We are to immediately go through it. Notice that Paul and his missionary team immediately look for passage to Macedonia, Acts chapter 16 and verse 10. That is easy to say, but it's not always easy to do. There are unknowns on the other side of these doors, which cause us to fear walking through them. If we spend too much time pondering whether God wants us to walk through, these doors might close. 
Paul and his missionary team were called to Macedonia and they went. These men traveled to Philippi, where a good church would eventually be established. Something of note here is the length of time it took for Paul and his team to travel from Troas to Philippi. It took two days to cover this approximately 150-mile sea journey, verse 11. Later, this same journey took five days, Acts chapter 20 and verse 6. I think we can see from this that when we are going in the direction God is pointing, He will provide for the journey. God never calls us to a place where He is not or to do a certain thing that He has not already enabled us to accomplish. We can rest in the assurance that God will provide for the journey if we walk through the open door. Can you describe a time when God opened a door of ministry for you? Number three, opened heart. Acts chapter 16, verses 13 through 15. And on the Sabbath, we went out to the city by a riverside, where prayer was wont to be made. And we sat down and spake unto the women which resorted thither. And a certain woman named Lydia, a seller of purple, of the city of Thyatira, which worshipped God, heard us, whose heart the Lord opened, that she attended unto the things which were spoken of Paul. And when she was baptized in her household, she besought us, saying, If you judge me to be faithful to the Lord, come into my house and abide there. And she constrained us. As the Jerusalem church shared the wonderful works of God, Acts chapter 2, verse 11, with the people who had gathered on the day of Pentecost, the people were all amazed and wondered what all this could mean. Some doubted, while others mocked. The mockers accused them of being drunk. God opened doors, led Paul to an open heart. There was no synagogue in Philippi, so it seemed that Paul inquired where he might find some fellow Jews. He was directed to the river outside the city, where prayers were customarily made. There Paul encountered some women praying, and Lydia was one of these women. Sadly, the men of Paul's time had a low opinion of women. Some men might have arrived at the river, saw only women there, and immediately turned around, regretting the effort to get there. But not Paul, for he had dedicated his heart to share the gospel with whomever the Lord led him to. Because Paul shared the gospel with Lydia, and because God opened her heart, Lydia was saved that day. She also followed the Lord in baptism and became the first member of the Philippian church. Lydia immediately went to work for the Lord. She either witnessed to her household herself, which probably included her husband, children, and servants, or invited Paul to share the gospel with them. Her household was saved also because they were baptized with her. Lydia also insisted that Paul and his missionary team stay at her house, and it is likely that the Philippian church began to meet there. Lydia is a great example of what God wants us to do when we are saved. God wants us to be baptized, be a part of a church, witness to others, and serve Him faithfully. Can you describe a time when God opened the heart of a person whom you were led to witness? Setting the application. 
We have seen that Paul and his missionary team were very dependent and sensitive to God's leadership in their ministries. They faced closed doors, but in no way were they frustrated by them. When we face closed doors, we should not be frustrated, but remember that God is leading us in a different direction. God's destinations are always the right place to be. But God also opens doors of ministry for us. When we see these open doors, we are to immediately walk through. It might be frightening to walk into the unknown, but we can always remember that God is where He leads. For He hath said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 5. Are you seeking God's leadership right now? Are you facing closed doors or open doors? Thank you for joining us in another lesson of the Bogard Press through the Bible Adult Study Guide podcast. We look forward to studying with you again next week as we continue studying Acts 15 through 28. Bogard Press is the publishing ministry of the American Baptist Association. We exist to equip churches with the resources they need to carry out the Great Commission. These resources include Bible study materials for preschoolers through adults, including Sunday School, Children's Chapel, Baptist Training Course, Bible Challenge and Vacation Bible School. Please visit our website to find all the ministry resources you will need, at bogardpress.org. That's bogardpress.org. Until next week, find daily encouragement from our daily devotionals at bogardpress.org.